Telnet News Digest, 28th of January, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, minor changes create a profit void. Scribbling Senator goes for a wander. Orion Expedition encounters planetary turbulence. Minor changes create a profit void. Many starport traders have stepped in to stop commanders from making a killing selling void opals and painite at stations throughout the galaxy. But they may have slipped up on the ice. There is, of course, high demand for rare mined commodities and traders bringing in 10, 20 or even 100 tonnes of void opals or painite are always welcome. However, some Pilots' Federation members have been taking advantage of the high prices these commodities command and have been flooding the market and making a killing in the process. Unfortunately, this has meant that Starport commodity traders are being fleeced and are ending up penniless with vast stocks of void opals and painite that they can't shift without making a loss. So, the Amalgamated Union of Commodity Traders has taken action. Cargo monitoring devices have been installed on every docking pad. Whenever an abnormally large load of a mined commodity is detected, the commodity traders are sent an alert, so they can drop the offer price for the job lot of painite that the arriving commander is desperate to offload. However, this cunning cargo scanner scheme has a flaw. Low-temperature diamonds are so cold they don't produce a reading on the scanner. And the first that commodity traders know about a large haul of LTDs is when the crafty commander dumps his glittering hoard all over the market. That one flaw aside, it seems to be working well. If a commander arrives with 600 tons of void opals or painite, they can expect to earn a lot less than if they only bring in a few. The very best price you can get is if you bring in none at all. Scribbling Senator goes for a wander down memory lane. Scribbling Senator Drew Wagar is planning to visit his old haunts one last time, and everyone is invited to tag along. The trip is planned for April to June, and will be on Thursdays at 8pm, so he'll have to do it quickly so that he doesn't overlap with Hutton Orbital News at 8.30. The Senator is harking back to the olden days, and telling younger commanders of what he remembers from when he was a youth. He will be visiting Seoul to relive the beginnings of the Federation, Tau Ceti, where indigenous life was wiped out by the first settlers, Achinar to talk about the founding of the Empire, Nefertem to talk about the generation ships, Lave the far colonies and the old worlds. He'll be discussing the Dark Wheel and Raxla, Thargoids and Inra, the Alliance, the Guardians and, of course, the subject of his own two books of history, The Life and Times of Kahina Tijani Loren, also known as Salome, one-time princess, deadly enemy of the prismatic princess, and nowadays very, very dead. 
which makes the prospect of making his history into a trilogy seem rather remote. The scribbling senator will be recording his guided tour for future generations to watch and marvel at a time when history was actually happening and wasn't something that stopped abruptly halfway through 3305. We can only hope that he remembers to wear underpants under his flapping white toga. Orion Expedition Encounters Planetary Turbulence Members of the 90-strong Orion Expedition are claiming that defective ship AI is to blame for the destruction of five of their ships on a single day. Leader of the expedition, Commander Yannick, not to be confused with the Yamiks, was on the planetary surface of Floasli AJ-NB12-4, planet C2, near the expedition's waypoint 3, with a number of other expedition members gadding about in a canyon in their SRVs. When they eventually recalled their ships, they were treated to an unexpected firework display, as five of the ships repeatedly crashed themselves into the ground until they blew up. The expedition staunchly believes that the loss of their ships was a consequence of faulty software. They have refused to file an insurance claim and are instead suing the manufacturers of the ships concerned for a replacement ship to be supplied free of charge and flown out to the crash site. This legal dispute means that the affected commanders have been forced to remain on the planet, pending resolution of their dispute while the rest of the expedition departed for the next waypoint with a slightly smaller than anticipated mass jump. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.